I'm Susie Prez, your host today, and with me in the studio right now, sitting right in front of me, is Karen Wiedemeyer, Executive Director of the Music Conservatory of Sandpoint. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, and thank you for having me. Oh, <laughs> it's always a pleasure. And we are going to hear all about upcoming events, and we're going to get into some discussion about the beauty of creative expression and self-expression and what the Music Conservatory can offer in our world here. We're so fortunate. And we're going to look at some of your upcoming events, uh, of events and a launch of your new fundraising campaign. And we have some special guests listening, Karen. You want to give a shout-out now? Yes, if I can give a shout-out to Germany, Bremen. Uh, there are family members and friends who are listening. And um, it's 5 o'clock in the afternoon there, so I know you're past your 8 a.m. coffee time, but... Um, hello from Sandpoint. There you go. Isn't that the beauty of streaming? So yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can stream KRFY at krfy.org and find our, our link there. And so let's get to our talk because <laughs> we have a lot, you have a lot to talk about. You sent me over a bunch of thoughts and things that we could share, but why don't you tell us about the Music Conservatory of Sandpoint? You know, you, you birthed this and it is a light, um, uh, Tell us about it. Well, I, I want to say a ray of sunshine actually is on the horizon on February 25th. If you want to break your dreary dreariness and um, the rain, then uh, come and see us for the um, uh, spring serenade or winter serenade uh, this Sunday at 2 o'clock at the conservatory and listen to some wonderful music. Because uh, when you come in and you come into Little Carnegie, it does feel sometimes we do leave the world outside. And that can be a blessing, <laughs> um, especially right now where our skies are gray. And um, you, uh, you'll hear some uh, staff um, doing some incredibly wonderful pieces. So consider yourself invited and come for tea and cookies and some other um, beautiful things to come along the, um, the works that you get to hear. And that's February uh-huh. 25th at the Music mm-hmm. Conservatory, yes. which is on the corner of 2nd and Main. Yes. We are where that piano is outside. And interestingly enough, when I explain where we are, people say, oh, it's where the piano is. And says, that's where we are. I say, yes, we know exactly where you are. So we know putting the instrument out there was a good thing. <laughs> so for many reasons. But um, yeah, we actually have this year, we have a special celebration. We are turning 15 which is uh, really astounding. And I know I keep talking as when we started it, I didn't wear glasses yet. So I know time has definitely <laughs> passed by or no reading glasses. And 15 years is a, is a long period of time. And we've seen um, and graduated generations of young musicians um, who have gone out into the world and to show with a force and uh, are doing extremely well. They are on their path to fulfill their dream as musician, and we feel being proud parents, so to say, <laughs> who have come alongside their education of how meaningful that is to them because often they didn't know they had it in them. So just 15 years. Mm-hmm. Of course, you and I, before we started the morning show here today, we were there. We talked mm-hmm. about it. We stood in your yard. You told me, and I was thinking, you had this vision. Mm-hmm. And and I just went, well, if anyone can do it, it's you, first of all. <laughs> and the vision was very clear. Why don't you, how does that stay today? Is that still part of what you're doing? And what was that? 
Well, about the beginning. The, the, the vision was to create a conservatory and a school and, um, you know, uh, to let it grow and to see what we can do if we inject a huge amount of effort uh, and skill into the talent uh, within this community. So uh, that was really our beginning, um, that we were able to land where we are and that we were able to secure and own the building on 110 Main Street is um, really absolutely incredible. But I will say one of the underlying thoughts that always has lived in me was that I would never say I can't. And I know we spoke about that years ago, how important that is. It just didn't occur to me that we couldn't or I couldn't. And we give that same message to our students. They don't live in a world of I can't. They live in a world of I can and so that just sets uh, removes any kind of lid on um, what how they see themselves in the universe of music or anything. And once they live in that world that they can, then they go for it, whether that will be you know in music or anything in life, because the uh, skill building and what they learn in this environment transfers over to many aspects of their lives. I'm just curious, where did mm-hmm. you get that idea? Was that something that you picked up in, as a young child in Germany? Yeah, I, th- I can. <clears throat> I think so. I mean, I'm a child of uh, parents who were children or very young during World War II, and they had to go through this incredible recovery process and turn everything around to make it work for them after that horrendous um, experience. So, in their mind, it didn't. The I can't really didn't exist. Either So it didn't exist in me either, and it didn't occur to me to ever question that. I just grew up with that. So it was natural for me to install that into our, my children and, of course, all the students and adults at the conservatory. And I meet with every student. And um, if there are ever, I've even sensed that they're thinking in a box, I remove that. I don't even encourage to think outside the box. I just remove the box. So... I can't doesn't live in your <laughs> no. your your the energy that you put forward to build the music conservatory. Right. And how do you remove a box from someone who is carrying it around and it becomes part of them? Well, first of all, you have to invite them to be experimental per se and uh they have to generally the students that are coming also um they come with an open heart and uh because we've laid the groundwork, they kind of already have a sense that this is an environment where they can explore what they are passionate about. And their parents don't always know that their child is actually very passionate about this. So when they come and, and, and uh, we have that conversation and we point out these opportunities in this incredible staff that is there to unleash their powers of creative you know, existence of uh, learning an instrument, composing, and so forth, then um, they, you know, that inspires them to reach for, well, the stars or to not think of themselves as limited, but rather unlimited. I sometimes think about the difference. So you say students come with passion, mm-hmm. but then there's this place of talent. Mm-hmm. Um, so where is the happy medium? Because not all children, students have the ultimate talent, but but just doing it mm-hmm. moves you forward in your life. Trying. So you'd be surprised of actually how much 
gold we uncover, so to say. And here, for some of you who don't know academically, I'm an archaeologist, right? So I'm your Indiana Jane or your Joan of Art. You can look at me either way you want to. <laughs> but it is probably in my blood somehow to go treasure hunting. And um, I've held this conversation with this community for 15 years that there are incredibly many treasures uh, hidden and it is my job to make them visible and uh, to, you know, I think that we discover those who come to us, they have a sense that they are more than what's just visible to the public and they know that we are there to guide them through to find their hero inside and um, it, talent and success is not always uh, an easy Path, you know, you have to have talent, but you also have to have discipline. But you have to have stakeholders in your community and in your family who are willing to walk alongside you. And that's a really important part so they don't give up. Um, but because it is no matter what, it's a it's a it's a big journey for us as a school and for our students. And if you've ever read the biography of Mozart. Um, we learned that, yes, he had incredible gift and talent, yet he was the hardest working child ever on this planet from the age of two on. So, uh, in, you know, so we have to understand that um, all of these components come together, but they need to come together in the right place and in the right environment. So it sounds like the Music Conservatory mm-hmm. strives very strongly to create that environment. Mm-hmm that can nurture and gestate gestate a talent, but also encourage, Mm -hmm. because like you said, it does take hard work. And you don't want to be discouraged. You want to be encouraged to continue. A student would want that. The inspiration often comes, of course, from us, but it also comes from other students, because now there are so many students, so you find like-minded students. And then it becomes a lot easier to not feel, oh, I, you know, I'm doing something that nobody else does and I feel odd about it, so I hide it. No, now students are coming because so many students are doing this and that gives them a sense of joy and belonging. And I think that is really important. We often say, you know, at the beginning, that's kind of a smile. Um, I'm a bit of a closet comedian, if people don't know that about me, but I am. And But I always thought, you know, well, we're a little bit of the Juilliard of the Wild West. And I thought, well, I really have to rephrase it. We are the Julie Hart of the Wild West, because it became apparent to us within the last 15 years that the environment in which we nurture our talent and these students... Uh, is extremely important and we have to inject it with an incredible amount of care, mentorship and um, just really being there and of course a high level of skill and that combined I would want to say is a heartbeat of the school. And so 15 years later, mm-hmm. it's a whole different story. But I want to think about the beginning still. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a birthday party. It is, yes, yes. yes. Celebration. Um, by the way, KRFY listeners, I'm here in the studio with Karen Wiedemeyer. She's the executive director of the Music Conservatory of Sandpoint. 15 years old, we're talking about the beginning, but really the underlying inspiration that brought the school to where it is today, which is highly successful and not just successful, but supporting students, as you say, is the mission. But in the beginning, it wasn't that you had this beautiful building with 
a little Carnegie <laughs> Hall and all of this stuff going on. How was the beginning for well, you? Well, the beginning was a one room um, in the back of a dance studio and was uh, not well-functioning heat. <laughs> but a lot of ideas, and I will want to say, uh, just from my background, I did bring a lot of knowledge and skills to the table. So in that way, we came well-equipped. Uh, running a nonprofit was completely foreign to me. That is something I definitely needed to uh, to learn and understand. So that was part of the journey is to merge uh, this and then create, handcraft and mold the school um, and uh, understanding its potential in this community and then uh, adapt and uh, innovate and adapt creates resilience. And I think that's one of our main uh, equations that we live by, but also to not start too big, but really small and then earn every step of growth. So we never had a runaway school. And that was very important because we could have just opened our doors and say, everybody come in, but we knew we wouldn't be able to do that. So I still try to live by that mm -hmm. um, motto to oversee growth and balance. And um, So that you're bringing mm -hmm. in the right teachers? For sure. The, those who uh, understand our philosophy and what we're all about over the years, our philosophy and what we're all about, our identity became more apparent. And it's now one of the founding stones of the school that I hope will be steward, uh, you know, stewarded by the next generation of leadership in the school. Because, you know, I won't always be there. Um, I may be haunted as a ghost. <laughs> Up in the bell tower. Yeah, and ring the bell when uh, people think it shouldn't be rung. Just <laughs> but for sure, yes, that could be my next career. Sandpoint, watch out. <laughs> Just staying a little bit more with the philosophy before sure. we started the show, uh -huh. we were, you were talking about how your, your vision is that the music conservatory is a bridge, a bridge between self-expression and self-destruction can you talk well about that so a bit? you know over the 15 years we've seen uh so many students who have really gone through uh healing and um under understanding a lot more about themselves and understanding their own identity so i will always want to say that um self-expression is the antidote to self-destruction and that is really important to know when we give, especially young people nowadays, uh, the opportunity to define themselves, then nobody else gets to define them. And that's really important since we are talking about a lot of influences out there who want to tell them who they are. And we want them to actually say who they are. And once they become you know, understand their own identity and define themselves, that's when the resilience starts in. And that's when mental health actually comes to fruition. That's a result. And we can really document this and we see that. Um, so I would want to say that students that graduate, uh, you know, on, on levels of absolute excellence, they are fairly resilient when they enter the world in any capacity because they know who they are and nobody can take that away. No, nothing on Facebook or nothing, no messaging on social or anything. They uh, have that kind of, I know who I am. It's almost like they're carrying around a shield. They do. A protection. Yes. 
not in a really good way. Mm-hmm. They know who they mm-hmm. are. They're moving out. I think about Levi. And, mm-hmm. um, Just one. Mm-hmm. He, there's many. But mm-hmm. um, I did experience his piano recital and um, just how expressive he is with mm-hmm. his music, but also with his personality. Mm-hmm. And he was given the opportunity there at mm-hmm. the music conservatory to explore that mm-hmm. and find himself. What else? You know, I always thought that sports was a good thing for students, but this, an opportunity. And like you said, you don't have to be ultra talented. Maybe just have a an interest, mm-hmm. or as you call it, passion. Yeah, and sometimes it starts there, and then you discover your talent, or we help you discover it, and then that's a it's a journey worthwhile to just about uh, everyone. Um, yes, yeah, so we've talked a little bit about uh, values in society, and uh, we are very entertainment focused and sports focused, and I'd like to throw a little bit of wrench into those values and say. Okay, we need to also um, teach cultural literacy, and we need to invest into intellectual prosperity. And to do so, we need to really understand, well, maybe we need to spearhead a new renaissance and understand that our students need so much more. They want to be challenged on all levels. For us to be negligent of that, we're going to pay a price for it, so... I'd like to really be out in this community to advocate for for this. And our students are messengers of, look what we have done. And we are out here, we are practicing, and we are playing, we are performing, we are going places. And to really make sure that our community understands that extra dimension that our young people have, that we need to guide them into exploring and really support because they will be the leaders of the future, and we want to equip them with all the tools that we can give them. So a big antidote <laughs> to the world at large, and mm-hmm. that's something to celebrate. Absolutely. We need to celebrate the next generation, and they, um, this is why I said, yes, they need stakeholders. They need us to uh, believe in them because um, they can make a difference um, you know, in the world of the tomorrow. And yes, so we do, I uh, will speak to it. Let's talk about the stakeholders and mm-hmm. what it takes and how folks in our community can interface and be part of that support network that is vital. Mm-hmm. So we are 501c3, and one of the really important parts uh, of our philosophy is our open door um, uh, aspect is that we want to really, no matter if we have deflation, inflation, all the things that are going around, uh, around us, we are keeping our open door philosophy and our pricing structure and scholarships and all of this are very dynamic to capture everyone that would like to come and join us. So our Arts Access 360 is what I refer to stakeholders of invest into a student. And we say, okay, you know, I'd like to gather a thousand voices. And that sounds ambitious, but, you know, I think it can be done in each voice per se. Um, can become a member, and it's a $30 a month, which is, I think a lot of people can afford this, and they're probably already spending that somewhere in sub- hidden subscriptions. <laughs> and um, But here, actually, this subscription actually is dynamic, and you, you'll see the students actually perform. And then we'd love to invite you to come and see them in live, and... Uh, 
be part of their journey and what they're what they're doing. You know, once they have graduated, uh, for example, Zoe Miller will be a guest um, singer, and she's an incredibly wonderful opera singer who has is graduating now from U of I, and um, she'll be giving a concert at the conservatory. And then, if you haven't heard Alana Dixon. Or jubilant. I mean, with just incredible talent emerging that can hold its own on any stage. I would say in this world, and, and uh, those students, are just a few. Mm-hmm. These students work really hard to get yes. where they're going or where they're at, and the support of the community. So you're inviting mm-hmm. a thousand voices mm-hmm. to uh, make a pledge, a mm-hmm. um, a sincere donation to mm-hmm. the Music Conservatory of 501c3 of $30 a month, Art Access 360. Yeah, and you, uh, will please go onto our um, website, sandpointconservatory.org, and, uh, and we encourage you to do this because I do believe our students uh, deserve that kind of support. They're giving us their best. Why don't we give our best, too? What is it that the music conservatory needs? It needs to pay the teachers because these are just basic operations mm-hmm. to to see itself really um, to obviously we're very wanting to um, create the open doors so we don't want to increase prices. I think it's really important for us to make sure that we have that affordability and accessibility. The I would want to say to support accessibility. Is, uh, is important and to be inclusive. We have an international kind of component to us. You know, we uh, staff comes, I would want to say, from all over the world. And so do our students. Um, we're bringing a lot of students together. And that's another really good thing is when students come together and music creates that um, ground on which, you know, it's non-judgmental. Uh, they come together and it's a huge tool against cultural anxiety that uh, we are experiencing, all of us experiences, experiencing this right now. So by bringing students together, they have a higher understanding of each other and it's a human-to-human uh, factor that is important. Uh, and then playing an instrument together is that pathway of uh, the understanding of each other. So Art Access 360, you're inviting mm-hmm. the public, you want a thousand mm-hmm. voices become part of something big, something mm-hmm. vital, something that can actually make a huge difference, not in just the students' lives, but in, you know, I'm getting uh, very uh, excited about this. But mm-hmm. And when it's art access, it means accessibility. Mm-hmm. And you could use the word scholarship, but what you're saying is that there's no closed door. It's an open door. It is an open door. And, um, yeah, so uh, well, we, we hope... You're becoming one of those voices, and I think I use the word voices because it's uh, organic, lives in me because I'm an opera singer, so <laughs> it, it made sense somehow to go there. But yes, uh, come become one of our voices, look for Arts Access on our website, and um, we would love to he- literally hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> literally. So again, that website is? Sandpointconservatory.org, org. Org. And the information would be under Art Access 360. Under scholarships and uh, giving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All different ways. Um, what else does the Music Conservatory need right now um, besides general operating? Where are you at with uh, 
the building or the physical plant? So we're raising funds to install new windows, mm-hmm. and we've uh, we have some, so we get started this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just helps us with uh, making the building um, weather resilient, which is desperately needed to keep ever so rising utility bills in check. So we're needing to do our part to take this building into the future. So uh, helping with um, with a building, with the windows is, of course, is huge. So if you feel compelled to say, I'd like to buy a window for you, then uh, we'd like to hear from you and then um, come and see me in my office. I'd love to shake hands with you. <laughs> sure. A window brought to you mm-hmm. by Brennan, <clears throat> Germany. Folks and friends in Brennan, Germany, they could get together and buy a window. Maybe, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or just listen. That's Mm -hmm. fine. Um, And so, happy anniversary, 15 years, Mm -hmm. yay for us. How fortunate are we, and mostly how fortunate for the young people in our community to have this option called the Music Conservatory. And it is affiliated with others and... Uh, what do you call it? It's Music matters. You know, if, if you're talking about uh, strong programs that mm-hmm. uh, have their own kind of uh, are recognized by just, you know, Music Matters alone uh, per se as a strength. But otherwise, we have community partners in, on many different uh, levels, mm-hmm. like you are our yeah. partner. <laughs> We're your partner for sure. And I think about some of the students moving on. Do they have access to higher education opportunities because of their their launch out of the music conservatory? Yeah, so we had a student approach me, which was really, really wonderful, and who thanked me because she had skills and vocal skills that helped her secure a full scholarship at a university. And she thanked us for equipping her with um, being able to secure that because it made her distinct. And um, she, you know, when she was a student, she didn't realize that that was one of the ways for her to um, prosper in her next academic step, and that was going to be super helpful. And I think that's uh, that's that other thing. Mm-hmm. Well, how wonderful! Um, you wanted to talk a little bit about some of the programs, and you have a really cool one that you <laughs> have in your hand. I do, uh, and this is a is a gift. Uh, I would almost want to say from me to you, but um, the Music Matters Mature is something that, for those of you who know, Music Matters is our grant supported program, and um, was a uh, help of Arts Idaho, we created um, uh, joining the singing community for uh, adults and um, our seniors who would like to know more about their instruments, singing, and then help uh, into moving over into like a choir or who are in the choir and want to know more about their voice, keeping your instrument healthy. Um, I will be the coach. I will talk about posture. I will talk about the Alexander technique and breathing and vocal health. And there are so many benefits for, you know, not just for singing, but knowing this overall, that uh, consider yourself invited. Give us a call for sign up. This is an eight-week free uh, class. It happens on Fridays from uh, 11 to noon and starting March 15th. Okay. And uh, you can call us anytime, and we look forward to hearing from you. I have to chuckle at that because you might want to join a chorus, or you might want to join a rock and roll band. Yes. <laughs> and any way you look at it, your yes. voice can be your instrument. And Absolutely. You have all you help with the tools. You certainly helped me way back fifteen years ago understand the breathing technique and all things. I remember you putting this belt around my diaphragm, and I had to 
hold it out, and um, that really helps. So yep. this is a golden opportunity, as you say, grant-supported. Mm-hmm. And how fortunate is that? Anything else coming up that you want to mention? Um, well, Little Carnegie is always busy. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, you, you've heard about um, our um, winter serenade that's coming out February 25th at 2 o'clock. And um, then we have Dr. Matt Goodrich and Melody Puller doing a, The Beautiful Mind of Robert Schumann, which is a wonderful um, piano duo concerto on March 22nd and 23rd. Uh, and then faculty and students will be performing of, you know, on March 23rd. So those are um, related events. And um, we welcome you, consider yourself invited into Little Carnegie. And we always say lights on in Little Carnegie. Look for, look for that. And we hope to see you. And you have a great website. That's musicconservatory.org. Mm-hmm. And they have an events button or mm-hmm. link. And everything that you just said is there. I think mm-hmm. probably you can sign up for Music Matters Mature. Mm-hmm. And um, all I can say is we're blessed. When you drove, got to Sandpoint, held your vision, <laughs> your parents, whoever, didn't let you say, I can't. You said, I can. And you kept going. And now we have this beautiful treasure in our community called the Music Conservatory of Sandpoint. So... It really, we all owe you a lot. And so thank you so much, Karen Wiedelmeier. Thank you. And thank to everyone who has helped us in the past and who is willing to help our students and us in the future. You are so appreciated. We are so grateful. Thank you. Right. And just a reminder that the Music Conservatory does need the support of our community. A Thousand Voices can be part of what you do to help. And that is act. Arts Access. Arts Access 360. You can find information about that on the website, musicconservatory.org. Thank you so much, Karen, for coming in.